Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, when you eat as much food as all of us eat, you're going to need lots of time to lie around digesting and moaning. According to a new study, the average American spends 200. This is the average American. The average American spends 213 hours per year in a food coma. That is nine <laughs> entire days. Does that sound like a lot or not really? It does sound like a lot to me. After we eat a super heavy meal with lots of meats and carbs, it takes an average of one hour, 22 minutes before we feel sharp and ready to work or really do anything. And we have about two or three of those meals every week. And the most common foods that knock us out are burgers, pizza, mashed potatoes, burritos, fries, hot dogs, tacos, cheese, and... Potato chips. Also known as all of my favorite things. <laughs> right. When I think about food coma, though, I think about like after Thanksgiving dinner or after 15 rounds of appetizers at Christmas. Like that's when I feel like I shut it down. That's when I'm in pain. Yeah. I mean, that's when I'm just like, oh, God. I always say uh, that's when I know like gluttony is a uh, sin is when I feel so full that I am sick. That my pancreas yeah. is screaming. Yeah. What did you do? Like yeah. it's bad news there. <laughs> Burgers and pizza, mashed potatoes, burritos, yes, French fries and hot dogs and tacos with cheese. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. These are a few of Jen's favorite things. I love it. It's the best song ever. <laughs> and speaking of food, if you've never heard of Salt and Straw, it's an ice cream company on the West Coast, and they, they do some interesting things with their They're flavors. They're a twisted group of people. They are kind of twisted. Yeah. Like at Halloween, they sold flavors made out of pig's blood and crickets. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no, no. No, they just rolled out their Thanksgiving flavors. And they aren't quite as extreme as those Halloween's of those Halloween ones, but they're still not like normal ice cream. The flavors are, as I mentioned, salted caramel Thanksgiving turkey with turkey fat and skin mixed in. Ugh. I don't know. Like, I think I would try that. I know it sounds gross, but I wouldn't do it. Would you try sweet potato casserole with maple pecans? 100% yes. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite foods is a sweet potato. How about roasted cranberry sauce sorbet? Yeah. How about roasted peach and sage cornbread stuffing? That actually I, sounds good. I, I know. Like, I'm like going through these. I'm like, yeah, three out of five of these I would. I'm not a cornbread stuffing eater, so I don't know if I would go that route with that one because I don't like the granular texture. Oh, right. But 
I mean, I'm, I'm never going to turn that. down something sweet. All right. <laughs> and it is a cobbler. Yeah. Finally, spiced goat cheese and pumpkin pie. Spiced goat cheese and pumpkin pie. Yeah. I just, I struggle with all of it just a bit. Yeah, some of those are reruns from their Thanksgiving pack last year, but the cornbread stuffing and cranberry sauce are brand new. Step out of your box, Jen. I like my box, Tim. I know. <laughs> I know. By the way, to get one pint of each shipped to you, it's going to run you $65, Whoa, Jen. see. Plus see, up to another. That's why I don't want to try. I'm going to be fiscally responsible. Oh, look at you now. That's just too much to spend <laughs> on high school. That's cream. just ridiculous. That is just nutty. Yeah. I don't want to blow my money on that. No, that would be silliness. Plus, you could be spending up to another 50 or $60 for the air shipping they'll have to use for oh ice cream. God. Yeah. But if you serve them for Thanksgiving instead of cooking, I don't know. Maybe you do save money. Hmm. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, there was something that just does not feel quite right about searching for a job when you're on the clock at your current job. But is that feeling enough to keep you from sticking it to the man and doing it anyway? They do surveys on stuff like this. And about two-thirds of people in the latest survey say, yeah, no, I got no problem hunting for a new job on company time. 34% of people say they're very likely to do it if they're unhappy in their current position. And another 30% say they are somewhat likely for a total of 64% of people, of workers who don't seem to have any qualms about looking for a job on their present company's clock. But on the other side of things, there are 6% of people who say it makes them very uncomfortable to even look for another job. Like even at home when they're already employed. I suppose if you are working, you know, 8.30 to 5.30 every day and you're unhappy and you're looking for something else, when do you spend time looking for those uh, other positions? Mm Mm-hmm. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's a good you question. Know, I suppose you could do the research on the weekends, you know, get that stuff out on your own time. Laptop at uh, at home with your feet kicked up. Right. And some Netflix. Mm-hmm. No. Not if you have children. Exactly, my thought. (laughs) After the kids go to bed? (laughs) you got to do it while you're at work if you've got a family at home. Then that job interview, what do you do? You take a personal day? You take a sick day? Take a vacation day? Or a long lunch? Yeah, you're not feeling well. you got to lay the foundation the day before. (laughs) Feeling a little sick. What else do we have here this morning? Uh, 44-year-old Tina Ray Levrant Delgado from Salt Lake City, was busted on Monday for embezzling more than $134,000 from the spa where she's worked since 2014. Wow. In four years, she stole $130,000. That is a very busy spa. Yeah. And it's a lot of money. You want to know why she embezzled the money in the first place? Sure. To pay the restitution from another embezzlement charge. Oh, my God. 
Who was she embezzling before? She worked for a property management company from 2009 to 2013, and she stole around $170,000 at that place. Wow. Isn't that incredible, though, that people, like, they're taking such a small amount that they don't even know that it's missing until it's, like, a gigantic amount? Yeah, she was convicted of communications fraud and theft on that job in order to pay it back, so she used the money she took from her next job to do it. So now she's facing three new felony charges for embezzling from the spa. Mm. Wow. Uh, There's a 14-year-old girl in Houston, Texas, and on Monday around 11 p.m., a bullet went through the wall of her bedroom, and it hit her right in the arm. And the reason it hit her there, and she wound up with basically just a flesh wound, is because... When it happened, she just happened to be kneeling by her bed to pray. Oh, wow. The cops say, based on the bullet's trajectory, oh. if she hadn't been kneeling where she was at the side of her bed and she had been standing in her room or lying in bed, that shot easily could have been fatal. The cops are investigating the shooting, and right now they think someone in an apartment across the street must have fired the wow. bullet. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. And finally, someone who handles room service at a five-star hotel posted a list of things they wish guests wouldn't do, and this ended up in Business Insider. All right? Someone who handles room service at a five-star hotel posted a list of things they wish guests would not do. And I would assume this applies at whether it's a five-star hotel or a three-star hotel. Let's see if we're guilty, because that is my favorite thing. When I find out I'm staying in a hotel that has room service, I'm like, boom, breakfast. We're bringing <laughs> up the French toast. We're bringing up the bacon. I'm ready we're for having it. an $87 meal. Some hash browns. <laughs> yes. I want a $35 pot of coffee. Yep. Bring it to me now. All right. When you get that, Jen, do you answer the door half naked? Yes. Why not? That's the whole point of getting it to your room, right? <laughs> Is that your... Please you do not do that. To eat? According um. to this person, don't answer the door half naked. It's amazing how often that happens. Yeah, but how do you not lot. do that? I'm not saying like naked, but if you have a, like, say I sleep in like a sleep shirt. So if I get up to answer the door, clearly because I want you to bring the coffee in, that's considered half naked. Well, and is it a white shirt with no bra underneath and your legs are just, how short is it? Is yeah. it above the knee? Oh, absolutely. It's a sleep shirt. So it goes like just. Well, that's totally inappropriate. You don't have any just pants or anything you can throw on. I'm not throwing it on to answer the door robe? to have breakfast in have bed. Well, maybe they have a robe. Yeah, what now if- a robe is acceptable, right? That's not considered half-dressed, is it be, necessarily? That be closed up. Yeah. What if you're at an all-inclusive resort and you kind of maybe overdid it on the tequila shots sure. and the pool went home, See? passed out in the bed, and yeah. then your friends who traveled with you ordered food to the room and then okay. the guy pushed the cart in and you were there just naked, passed out. Well, it would be nice if your friend would have covered up your personables so they didn't have they to be They don't exposed. do that, though. They just come in and they knock like, senor? Like, one time I know somebody that was with a group of us that had to use, like, a packet of coffee to cover up <laughs> after they had gotten out of the shower because the room service guy was coming in. Coffee, coffee he brought a coffee packet. <laughs> well, that wasn't very impressive, really. All right, here is something else. Uh, someone who handles room service at a five-star hotel. This is a list of things they wish guests wouldn't do. So don't answer the door half naked is one. 
Uh, number two, don't ignore them in the hallway or while they're wheeling your food in because they actually like it when people make small talk and ask how their day is them. going. Acknowledge yes. them. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you get into a big conversation with them, just be nice. Uh, number three, please do not order at the last second right before the kitchen closes. Or if you do, if it can't be avoided, at least take care of them and give them a decent tip. Yeah. Most hotels, they let you order ahead of time. That's what that big long card is for to hang on your door outside. And uh, they always appreciate it when you do. And uh, number four, don't expect them to make you anything you want. If your kid wants a grilled cheese or something simple that's not on the menu, they can probably handle that. Just don't ask for like frog legs and a slice of carrot cake and expect them to make that happen if it's not already on the menu. And finally, one more bonus tip. Don't use the mini bar. I mean, obviously you can if you want. Well, if you want to use the mini bar, you can. That's what it's there for. But the point this person is making is that it is so pricey, and the staff secretly hates having to restock it all the time anyway, so they actually prefer it when you bring your own (laughs) snacks or drinks because you're saving them a ton of time. Yeah. One of the airlines did something kind of insane and dehumanizing. Mm -hmm. A guy by the name of Matthew Meehan was flying from Atlanta to Miami last week on Delta, but when he got to his seat, he just, he smelled something foul. And when he looked down, he saw a bunch of poop. I just can't even imagine. And I I guess it had gotten all over his shoes and his pants. How? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, and he told the flight attendants... And they said, well, we reported it to the cleaning crew earlier, but since the crew hadn't cleaned it, oh, well, (laughs) they gave him two paper towels and a tiny bottle of gin and told him to clean himself off. And uh, he complained to a manager who said basically the same thing. It's not our fault. It's the cleaning crew's fault, Mm -mm. which is not true, we learned actually uh they're supposed to use a biohazard kit but in the moment they told matthew you're either gonna have to sit in it or get off the plane can you imagine sit in it or get off the plane bye yeah i know that's more disturbing than some of the previous crazy airline stories we've heard through the year right I don't understand, though. I have some, like, first of all, how how do you even get that situation to happen? Like, how is there poop, how, why, who pooped on, who pooped on the seat? Well, Matthew got three different stories Yeah, from different crew members. Uh, one crew member told him it was from a German shepherd that was on the plane. Another said it was a golden retriever puppy. And someone else said it was an old man. Uh, so now that the story is spreading, Delta has apologized. Feces, and it was all over me. I sat in it. It was on the seat. It was on the floor, the seat front. I was literally in it. I have no idea why I wasn't offered something from the biohazard kit to clean myself up with. Instead, I was handed two paper towels and a one of those miniature bottles of Bombay Sapphire, a bottle of gin to clean oh. myself with. At the very beginning, she sighed. What's your problem? You know, I had to step back for a moment and say, all right, keep keep your composure. You do not want to be one of these people that you see on the news getting kicked off of a flight. 
because really it took every amount of patience that I had just to keep my cool. Meanwhile, I'm covered in feces. She said to me, well, that's not my problem. I said, I'm sorry. She says, well, if the cleaning crew didn't clean your seat, I don't have any control over that. It filled the entire plastic bag, paper towels full of feces, and they wanted me to sit in that. I have never in my entire life felt more dehumanized. I felt like an animal. Words can't even describe how awful it was. And they had so many opportunities to make it right. Mm. Yeah, so I guess they were supposed to use a biohazard kit in that case, and uh, it doesn't appear that the proper protocol was followed. Delta has apologized to him. Now Now that the story is spreading, Delta has finally apologized to him, and to make things right, they've offered him a whopping 50,000 frequent flyer miles. Oh, thanks. Yeah. How much will that get you? Not very far. Mm. <laughs> yeah, get you probably get you a round trip coach fare domestically. Here's some gin and a wipe. Yeah, he's oh my god, thinking about taking legal action at this point. It's just you, you just wonder how many people walked by that pile, or I mean, people had to smell it and nobody said anything, and everybody just left it there. I don't. Know, I feel like if you're the customer service person working on the plane, you should be like, "Oh my God, sir!" I would think that would insane. be the Get first thing. Like, clean this up like, for you. Nobody's getting on this plane until this is cleaned up. And how did that not hit you as a biohazard? Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. And I thought the most disgusting thing I had ever seen was somebody taking their shoes off in coach. <laughs> <laughs> Look how lucky you are. Ah, uh, come on, dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I saw a guy one time. Thank God, rose in front of me, pick his nose and wipe it under oh, his seat. Oh. It just, and I, 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 I don't know. Like, I just am like, how were you raised to be such an mm. animal? Like, that's a, an animalistic thing when they have tissues everywhere. I don't know. It's so hard to coexist with other people. It is, especially because people are so gross, right? Exactly. When are you going to get that private plane oh, that we can all goodness. fly on? I got to start. Uh, I can get a coffee can. I got to start saving start my panties. Saving up. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's put <laughs> We're it out just there. Too grossed out to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yes and no. It's one of those things. Like you remember that old SNL bit where a guy opens the fridge and he drinks milk out of a carton and he's like. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is so gross. The milk went bad. Here, try this. Yeah. Really? Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to stop talking about this. What about that one time? 513-749-2320. What's the most disgusting thing you've seen on an airplane? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.